0: Going on, guys. I guess that we are back here at Pure Evil MMA live. Little, little nervous this time though. I've been doing this for almost a decade, and it's been a minute since I've gone live here on Pure Evil MMA. Which, getting into the stream, make sure to subscribe down below. Follow me on Twitter at Evil dash Echo. Actually, that's kind of changed now. It's at X Evil Eddie X. I feel a little naked. Without my headphones on, just like I felt naked without a new hat, new glasses. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I got a new show that I'm doing called Combat Deviants, where we're interviewing insane stars. We have Chris Lieben coming up on Combat Deviants, where I'm gonna talk about my addiction and Chris will probably talk about his. And we had Joey Beltron on, along with Houston Alexander. Now I'm so crazy. This is, this is my pitch to get you guys to watch this show. I'm so crazy on this show. I do a little bit extra. And this week, it lined up perfectly where Houston Alexander was going to come on. But Joey Beltran was supposed to come on a week prior. However, things got in the way, this and that. And he, he says, I'm going to meet you next week. Well, I'm like, oh shit, Houston's on next week. And you're fighting Houston at BKFC 33. Coming up in like a week right now. And I'm so crazy, guys. I really am. I did a little evil something here where Joey was about to finish his interview and Houston Alexander calls in. And I go, Oh, what better time for me to be an asshole and bring him in in the middle of the stream? So. Guys go check it out I almost got my ass beat Houston was so pissed at first He had no idea what was going on If we were talking shit about him And he goes Evilly Are you about to say something That's going to get your ass beat? And I was like Oh my god Kinda Kinda And also I came up with A couple of segments Every week I come up with New segments for Combat Deviants You can follow us At Combat Deviants I am a deviant You know Kind of a misfit Same thing Uh On Twitter and facebook but we back here on pure evil mma we're back guys top 40 mma podcasts for the past three years i gotta put more work into it i don't deserve this spot i really don't everyone even tells me i don't deserve this spot but i'm here and i'm doing my thing so this week ufc 281 is coming up israel adesanya versus alex bahia and we had the pleasure of watching the press conference now Alex Pereira showed up in a snazzy suit but man this guy means business he showed up business ready and if you ask me Israel Arasanya, he he kind of looked a little shook on this one here he does seem a little out of his element and if you guys don't know I just recently watched um it, it's there's a YouTube channel out there I forgot the name of it I'm sorry but they're doing documentaries like I watched one on uh I almost said Israel, Islam Makachev about his story and Habib's father before he passed away being like, listen, Habib, when you retire, it's going to be Islam who's going to take your spot. That's the plan. And it unraveled right before our eyes. I want to start betting on these fights. I'm kind of in with Verdict MMA. They follow me. They said they've been uh watching me for years and pff, guys. I signed up for Verdict MMA, I must have done something wrong, because I really want to get in there, especially for tomorrow, and I signed up, I don't know if I put the wrong area code in, but it said I couldn't bet on their website, so I'm going to have to go in there, maybe set up a new account, and see what happens, I'm really trying to get in with Verdict, it's the number one spot to bet, you have people like Ben Askren, demolishing everybody, but Ben Askren, I'm coming for you bro, I can be even funkier, You, you got a funky smell, coming for you right here because your shit stank when it comes to betting, man. I don't know how, what, a hundred people on verdict can't beat Ben Askren's predictions? Guys, like, every time I I look at these bets, here's my issue when I go betting. I listen to my heart instead of my head. It's happened to me time and time again for a while. uh, You know, Bilal Muhammad, I'd bet on him and he wouldn't win and now look where Bilal's at. Uh... Am I the only one that does that? Like you look at a card, you know who's gonna win, but your heart's like, oh, I really want this one to win, but I don't know. And then what happens? Or you'll you'll look at a huge, huge underdog, be like, dude, this guy's an underdog right now. It's Marcel Dorf, our boy Big Marcel, just pointed out. Oh, what fight was it? It might have even been the Israel Adesanya fight. And I don't want to mix mix you guys up. Oh, man, I wish I could remember what fight it actually was, but the underdog was like insane. Where you should have put your bets in right now, and it was a huge mistake. Where it was all fixed, but those are the times to get in. You got to really watch that. And I'm gonna try to really get into more betting because I need I need some money over here at Pure Evil MMA. I'm getting a little pissed. I got wild rats running around. No joke. There's a wild. I don't want to say this too loud, freak everybody out, but There's a legit wild rat roaming around at my crib. I posted it, you know, I wish I can get it up quick enough. I posted it on my Snapchat and people were going absolutely insane. But I'm so crazy. How many times am I going to say that before I get thrown in a psych ward again? Uh, I'm so crazy that I, I leave food out for it. I originally noticed, kind of off topic, but I originally noticed some digging burrow type shit trying to get in from the garage now i get nervous when the garage doors open because i think cats are gonna get in i let my rats roam around i got four of them now not 126 like i had a couple years ago roaming around the house in the walls and shit i live the real life gremlins i guess you would say but uh so i noticed these crumbles outside the wall by the door to come in here And I was like, oh, that's probably a field mouse. And then I thought in my head, well, last year, I found a baby rat in front of the door. And I was like, where the hell does this come from? A day or two later, I realized where it came from because I I had the smell. And I was like, I know the smell of death. I've been to hell. You you don't got to tell me uh, where I'm going to go when I die because I've already been there. Uh with open arms, I would say. And there was a mother rat dead in my laundry basket where I had to throw all those clothes away. It was re- actually really sad. I don't know how you guys feel about it, whether you think the bubonic plague came from wild rats. It didn't. It came from human sewage. And no matter what animal would run through that and walk around, even yourself, if you walk through sewage, you would get diseases. The bubonic plague was not caused by rats. In fact, rats are the cleanest animal Even cleaner than your dog or cat, and this is proven, they clean themselves nonstop. They're actually all in their cage cleaning. (laughs) They're literally fucking cleaning themselves right now as I look over. But, all right, so there's a female rat. Caught it on camera, and I was like kind of taken back, and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do about this situation? Here, let me see if... Here, let me put it up for the camera. There he is. Can't even... There it is on my bed. That's a wild rat in my room. Bruh, that's a wild rat in my room right now. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, this is no joke, guys. Uh, it shit's getting crazy over here. I don't wanna kill it. I don't wanna call somebody and kill it. So what I'm gonna do is set up a, a little bucket with peanut butter along a like a strip So when it climbs on there, it's going to slip in there. But honestly, I kind of, as I fall for that same trick, dropping my clipboard. But I don't want to, I might want to keep it though. Is that crazy of me to want to keep it? Obviously, it's a female. I think that Prince probably had sex with, because behind me over here, you can't see. But I, I, like, you know, those cat castles where they can climb up? things about six feet tall, I got. And Prince just runs around it He's a little bit older now About a year and a half And since rats only live about two, three years I figured, you know, let him do his thing And now there's a female rat And I'm a little nervous I'm not even nervous about her sleeping in the couch with me Because she's under the couch It's like a pull-out couch turns into a bed And, like, I feel her literally Like, nudging me Like, move over from the cushion And I respect it, too I'm, dude I'm out of my mind. Let's get let's get in the fights. But let me know what you guys would do about this. I'm a huge animal lover. I don't want to hurt her. Is it wrong if I catch her and then keep her? Let me let me know. I'm like legit thinking about it too. If you can't tell, uh, guys, follow me on Instagram too. I'm gonna to try to get back on there. But iTunes and Spotify were absolutely killing it over there. So thank you for everyone who's listening to the audio podcast. Um. And make sure to go check out Combat Deviants. Now, before we talk about UFC 281, I want to talk about Cain Velasquez. Because Cain Velasquez was just released. Finally, guys. He was released from prison. Now, the weirdest thing about this is he has to stay 300 yards away from the victim. That's the saddest part. Now, Nolan King tweeted this out yesterday. I've worked with Nolan in the past. Great reporter. He used to be King's MMA. Or MMA Kings. Now, and actually put his name out. I've worked with him at events, very professional. If you want, he's not even cookie cutter professional. He's like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. He's like one of your friends. It's like a good kid and you're like smoking weed. He's like, nah, I don't do that kind of thing. But he's like into what you're into. You don't really find a lot of those people in MMA media. And there was a tweet put up on Reddit. So I guess it was a Reddit post where people are saying MMA media are just fanboys. Well, you can't be in the media unless you're a true fan and 100% interested. When we watch Ariel Hawani, you know, he goes goes in on WWE and you can see it in his face. He gets so excited. Like that's the kind of energy you need because at some point in your career, and I've seen this happen over the years, a lot of people I've met have fallen off in the past seven, eight years that I've been doing this. It takes something truly special to keep you driving, a driving force, and it's not money. Money is not gonna be the thing that's gonna keep you coming back. Finally, I'm getting paid for what I do, but it took about seven years to even get to this point, and I'm not even making that much money. The only way I'm making money is from showing people my edit skills, and I got signed recently to a big, kind of like a CNN company doing their edits, which I should be doing right now, but I gotta to talk to you guys. Um, Kane Velasquez, yeah, 300 yards away from his victim, his victim the victim are you guys hearing this right he has to say 300 yards away from the victims of this for people who do not know kane velasquez's child was molested at the daycare this is something i've seen in my own life at daycares when i was a kid and didn't realize people close to me were going through that but now that i look back i can realize the perversion that goes on in these places and if I was a father I tell you right now people are saying oh he missed the real guy no guys you're totally wrong Cain Velasquez did not miss the real person that did this to his child in fact the stepfather or the father who it was that he actually did shoot was involved in and knew about what was going on. Now, Keen was thrown in jail for eight months. This is a stand-up citizen, and this is what kind of really pisses me off because they had to, they had to change judges. Once the judges was changed, once the judge was changed, um, things started going a little bit more smoother. Imagine being in a jail cell for eight months. Now, you could say, oh, when he came out, it seemed like he was in a zen. I heard Ariel Hawani say it, and DC had to correct him. Like, oh, no, this was going on with Kane before all of this. He was doing ayahuasca for you people out there who are living under a cactus. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm going to be the one that falls in this bucket over here. Off the wagon, I guess I should say. Uh, For people out there who don't know what ayahuasca is, Jim Morrison from The Doors, would do ayahuasca it's a a psychedelic where i can't even explain to you because i've never done it but i've done a lot of research on it i love taking lsd used to love taking mushrooms however with mushrooms it's a little more intense than i would recommend like there's people that come up to me and they're like they don't actually come up to me asking me on the streets but um, people who are new to this, like I get messages on Twitter because they know what I do. Um, I even was tripping the other night on the Combat Deviants podcast when I brought Houston and for Joey Beltron And I was just like, you know, because obviously Fear and Loathing, my favorite book of all time. Gonzo Journalism. If you guys don't know what Gonzo Journalism, you're looking at it. Basically, the original vlogger bringing everyone through i'm getting a little sidetracked here but Kano's doing ayahuasca which is extreme i would never recommend to anybody to start with ayahuasca i originally started with uh what was it called sylvia salvia it was called salvia super strong i smoked weed i've at the time i was i don't even want to bring it up i was on the football team and doing a lot of different substances but uh <laughs> when i first tripped out on salvia i was with my best friend's older brother and his friend we went to this guy's apartment guy played metal music this and that things were cool i was like the guinea pig for this i was like fuck it, it can't be that crazy you bought it legally salvia you bought it legal yeah but this is the strong shit dude i smoked it with the you have to smoke it with a butane lighter when i tell you the axis of the world shifted where i was on a a tilt and somebody took my hat and it felt like i was in donkey kong country it was the craziest trip i've ever had now if you take acid or mushrooms you're not going to experience these psychedelic realms of video games and like what you would see in cartoons in fact with acid you're you're very much in control with mushrooms later on you're in control but when you're actually tripping out on mushrooms it can be very overwhelming the way this kind of was where i had no control over what was happening even though it only lasted about five minutes uh mushrooms is a six hour trip man i would not recommend ayahuasca salvia or mushrooms to anyone that wants to trip But kane velasquez heavyweight champ he was doing this beforehand and people are saying oh he came out of jail in a zen." no man I can understand why he was so self-centered and it must have been such an experience for him to go in there and realize it it was hard for a lot of us to be like, how do we stomach understanding what Kane went through and how the public's looking at this to the public. This is a man who went on a rampage, uh, on steroids, had a freak out and shot the wrong person. That's how bizarre, insane he was in his mind. But the reality is when you trip on this stuff, I even said this about Sugar Shane O'Malley, Sugar Shane O'Malley, Sugar Shane, Sugar Sean, Sugar, 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 for some sugar honey uh, I understand him more than I understand regular people. When you go through these experiences, something happens where you realize how many people are standing in the lunch line. For no reason they think I need to get a job. I need to follow suit. I need to find a mate. I need to have children. I need to go in debt I need to go to college and go into debt. I need to do ABC. That's not really living when you do this stuff Doors open there's pathways in your brain that open up To make you realize in the way I would put it. It's kind of a cheat code up down left right a, a, You know up down left right up down left right got a million dollars in my pocket. on Grand theft auto It's a cheat code the thing that happens though is what will you remember from that cheat code and a lot of us it takes more than one time and then you realize what this world's is really about and you need to take it calmly because you don't want to it's very overwhelming you know so when something like this happens to Kane And his reality is absolutely shattered. He's thinking about what that traumatic experience was like for his child to go through. And now they have to live with this for the rest of their life. And you're going to look at their father like, Dad, what can Dad do? The court's clearly not doing anything. What can Dad do? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a father, but if somebody, this is so stupid to say, if somebody took my rat or killed my rat, I would flip out. And that's not even my my own flesh and blood. Somebody killed my dog, took my dog, kicked my dog. You kicked my dog, I'd freak out. Imagine your child going through that. Any father would do the same thing. In fact, I just watched something on uh, that chapter. It might have been that chapter where this has happened plenty of times in the past. How do you hold your cool? The guy who I watched, he was waiting for his child's rapist and abductor to get off the plane and it was filmed on live tv on the news he was at the payphone and as soon as the the guy walked by him turned around and shot him so they brought this guy to court and they said well he was in he was not in the right state of mind you know drinking or not drinking your mind's gonna go crazy something's gonna happen to your entire reality gets flips upside down this has happened to my family actually and uh you can't stop somebody from doing that now the fact that they understood that Kane was a good citizen that's a huge plus because the way that the stereotype goes for UFC champions, heavyweight champions. You look at Cain Velasquez and you say, This guy is very dangerous to society. Why? Why is he dangerous to society? Because you look at him and you're intimidated, but yet the victim in this case molested a child who could not protect themselves. They could not protect themselves. So when you look at this, you uh, kind of got to clap for the judicial system letting Cain Velasquez go after eight months long eight months for people who don't understand 30 go up 60 days in these people break down these are people who are correctional officers who are police officers who have trained for this kind of thing and once you get in jail it's a different ball game it kind of reminds me of that movie Undisputed with wesley snipes and ving rames great movie you guys go watch it but yeah let's just give a shout out to kane velasquez being able to get out will he be able to hold his cool and stay away from the victims of this case so with this moving forward we're going to be keeping you guys up with it but kane velasquez back in the gym now um and guys go follow nolan king at mma underscore kings for all the latest updates on this Along with... Man, Kane looks like Bane there. Even just with the mask on. Um, I'm glad they were able to see through all of this. And I hope that Kane is able to help his children. Help his child. And I hope there's a real... I hope there's justice for this. Because without that, this is extremely messed up. This is very disturbing. Um, Moving forward, guys. Dustin's Hot Sauce. Let's get into Dustin's Hot Sauce on this one. Because... I haven't tried it. I haven't tried Proper 12 Whiskey. I haven't tried poppers. Where the fuck did this thing go? Proper 12 Whiskey, or what is it, Proper 13? I haven't tried uh, Howler Head, which I heard is actually really good. So maybe we'll do some taste testing. I do want to try that hot sauce because today at the press conference, if you guys did not see, we had some crazy stuff go down. We had Alex Perea sitting there going up against Izzy Izzy looked so uncomfortable, he looked so shook for this card because they fought twice before in the past, now I think I was getting into this at the beginning of the show, let me take myself out of here, I was getting into this at the beginning of the show, where there's this guy who's making documentaries on YouTube now there was one for Islam Makachev there's one for Israel Adesanya, and they go back and they look at Israel Adesanya's original career when he was doing kickboxing they showed how hard he was working at the camps but what happened when he lost to Alex Perea the team left him they thought this was the end of Israel Adesanya there's no more Israel Adesanya this is it for the kid and then he's able to go in there work hard for what he's dreaming for makes it into the UFC and I won't lie when he came into the UFC, Israel Adesanya, when he came into the UFC, I was the same guy saying, oh, th- he's only had three fights. Does he deserve a, U- a UFC title? Like they're saying for Alex Pereira, which I totally agree he should. They are saying it for Islam Makachev. This guy's beating the champ. Like, really, how do you go back on it? Israel Adesanya, when he came in, he did an interview with Submission Radio, my boy's over there. And he said, I'm going to piss all over that octagon. He walked into the signature piss. Fights were amazing. They weren't all that. But they were enough for him to get the win and us to be like, all right, he's legit, but what is he going to do next? What is he going to do next? Guys, look at this guy's freaking last couple of fights. Here, I want to bring you guys in, but I can't. His last couple of fights, guys, he's only lost one fight, right? The guy's 23-1. and Look at Frankie's 23. 24. Wait, what? That rate? Oh, tw- Frank is 24 and 10, uh, 23 and 1. I mean, this is an amazing career for Israel Adesanya inside mixed martial arts, losing one via decision. Now, Alex Pereira, I don't. I, this is a horse of a different color, right? I sh- if you guys are listening to audio, you can't see on the video. In the background, Alex Pereira is no joke. And he showed up today. There's there's Israel Adesanya out on his knees, out on his, on his back. Alex, pray out. You don't see it here, but he runs up to Izzy, screams in his face. That had to be very traumatizing for Izzy to wake up in that moment, look up and see Alex. You're going to remember that forever. I still remember who stole my lunch money in, in first or second grade. I, I, like you, These are things you remember. You know, My mom always says, people remember you For the bad things more than will remember you for the good. Alex Perea, bad man. Did some bad things to Izzy. But like Izzy says, this is not then. You should have killed me then. And you didn't. This is now my time to shine. Now, if you guys listen to this podcast enough, you realize that, like I just said, I'm a gonzo journalist. I really enjoy looking at the energies of these fights how they're looking on their walkouts, how they're looking at the press conferences, how they're looking when they're actually put face-to-face, like the sick fuck I am doing it in my last interview for Combat Deviants with uh, Houston Alexander and, and Joe Beltran. What I saw today at these press conference, at these press conference, what I saw was a shook Israel Adesanya. Anyone who can look at that would say the same thing change my mind Change my mind and tell me that Israel Adesanya is not looking at this fight Like this is the one that really fucking matters. I Cannot fucking lose this one if I do It will be a huge blemish on my career This is not the way the book is supposed to go honestly if I had to write this book Israel Asani would come out victorious. He would come out victorious from this because it does more for the champ than it would if he got beat and now Alex is there. Yes, it could set up a great rivalry, which it already is, but not inside mixed martial arts. But for Israel Asani to get past this, I would compare it to the Jose Aldo-Conor McGregor fight, the Conor McGregor is Uh, Eddie Alvarez fight this was huge stakes on the table where's is is Conor really about that life and as Attila would say I'm about that life and we saw it man I still have the thing back here huge moment in mixed martial arts history and we're back at Madison Square Garden again we are back at Madison Square Garden this is where history goes down Michael Chandler was saying at the press conference when you walk inside the Madison Square Garden I've been had the pleasure to go there a couple times, go backstage, meet Nate Diaz, meet Ali Abdelaziz, do interviews, this and that. There is history there. Matter of fact, my mom told me that that's where I was conceived. That's magic, black, fucking magic. Israel had sign and needs to pull out a bag of black magic here upon his opponent because. We see fighters that fall mentally into their game where they do not listen to their corners. The corners can shout out everything. The whole game plan goes out the window. We've seen this in the past with Dustin the Diamond where does the grandpa walk up and he's ready to just throw bows until he got knocked out by Michael Johnson. Huge lesson there. Now, we can also say Francis Ngannou versus Derrick Lewis, the build-up, and there was not much action. This is not Anderson Silva versus Damian Maya. This is, this is not Francis Ngannou versus Derrick Lewis. These are two insane strikers that are coming to really make a statement here. I do not see this fight going more than five rounds. I definitely see a finish here. Will Izzy be able to get in his own? Here's the thing. I feel like Alex Pereira will do very well in the beginning of this fight. This is the best way I can I can say this fight's going to go. It's going to be very similar to John Jones versus Gustafson. One. It's going to be the same thing. I guarantee it. We're going to see what kind of a champ israel adesanya really is when he's dragging the deep waters he has not had an opponent like this even though on paper or on the build-ups of his last couple of opponents we can be like holy shit but then the fight comes and it was like uh, uh this this one's very intense and you can tell that israel adesanya knows that alex prayer showing up means fucking business if i had to put if i had Let's see. If I had $1,000 to put on this fight, this goes back to the whole heart and, and mind thing, right? So my my heart wants Israel Asanya. My brain is saying, go Alex round two. So that's my prediction for this fight. Let me know what your guys' predictions are for Israel Asanya versus Alex Perea going into UFC 281. Because, Jesus this is a pay-per-view you you can't just go online and stream illegally i i this is when i would actually enjoy going to like buffalo wild wings or a bar and sitting down and and seeing the reactions as annoying as it is i'm at the point in my career where i really truly want to see the reactions from the fans because that's what makes it really special as annoying as it could be no matter what people are saying in the back or trying to convince you of which they don't really know shit about I'm not going to be that cocky and just kind of, it's better to listen to what they have to say because they're getting their information from the media. They're getting their information from the tweets or the Facebook posts that they're seeing. And I want to be able to digest that and understand where people's minds are at. So this, this might be one where you should go out with a bunch of friends who do not usually watch MMA and see what they have to say about this fight. See how they score the fight, which would be really interesting. I would love to take somebody that's never seen fights and ask for them to score it. Because apparently that's what the judges are doing. Um, Getting back to Dustin's hot sauce, I would love to do a review on it. There was an interview where Michael Chandler threw it away. These two, it seems like they're really close, but just like uh, I asked Houston Alexander and Joey Beltran, we're veterans of the game. This is nothing. Seeing each other, it's nothing. We've been here, we've done that. When the cage door closes... That's what you want to watch. And it's true. And that's how I feel about Dustin and uh, Michael here. My, and Michael was even saying at the press conference, this this was the perfect time for me to come over from Bellator, being the face of Bellator. He really was the face of Bellator. The fights that he had with Eddie Alvarez, uh, you know, the Pitbull Brothers. Amazing career. I'm glad that we grabbed him. This was one person I wanted to see in the UFC. Ben Askren we want to see in the UFC. People kind of shit on Ben Askren, but he's facing the best of the best. People take that away. But he got put in his place. He got put in his place. Can't say more about it. But Michael Chandler came over here and he's doing the thing. He says that people are not gonna remember you for the wins, they remember you for how you made them feel while watching the fight. And that's a very true statement. And Michael Chandler is going in there and he says, you know, Justin Gates is the prime example of this. This is going to be an insane fight. I do not see Michael Chandler, Dustin the Diamond, going all five rounds. It's going to be fight of the night. Fight of the night. It's not going to be Carlos Barz of Zhang. It's going to be Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier. Now, you want my prediction? I think, whew, what do I think? My mind just went into reverse from what I was about to say there. and I'm sure all of yours are going back and forth. On who's going to win this. This is a real pick here. I could see this one going to decision. I could see this going all three rounds, going to decision. And if that happens, I think Michael Chandler will come out victorious. I could also see Michael Chandler catching Dustin. And what, Here's the thing. Will Dustin go back to his roots... And get caught again like he did against Michael Chandler. Where he bites down and he goes in there and he just trades. Is that going to happen? I could see a situation like that unfolding. And I can even see at this point him being like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. So that's my actual prediction. The prediction isn't who the winner is going to be. Unless it's the decision that will go to Michael Chandler. The prediction here is what I just said. Michael Chandler will hit Dustin so hard that Dustin's going to say, fuck it, let's bang out, bro. Like, Max fucking Holloway. Let's go to the center of the octagon. Let's bang this thing out. What the fuck do I have to lose? You know, and it's perfect going off of what Michael Chandler says. People are not going to remember you from the wins and losses. They're going to remember you from how you made them fucking feel. And, bro, who doesn't want to fucking feel the excitement of that that's some robbie lawler fucking roy mcdonald two shit bring that shit back run that back every fucking event for us those are the fights we want to see and with that being said that's that's the only thing i want out of that fight that's my prediction if that doesn't happen it's gonna be a flush be like yeah it will deliver but guys i'm telling you look for that moment come back to me let me know what x x on a. Uh, in twitter all right bad questions five backflips somebody asked oh michael chandler said if he beat you he's gonna do five backflips what will you do dustin where the fuck fo- are you guys fucking not drinking enough to come up with good answers you guys not smoking enough weed out there you guys need some fucking ayahuasca to come up with some shit outside the box how many hey i know you got this amazing fight coming up Like I want to know if like you win, will you? Can you? Will you do like six backflips? Dustin answers it perfectly. Goes, uh, 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 how do I answer this guy? I can't do a backflip, bro. But I'll cartwheel for you. You want to see me cartwheel? And I'm sitting here like, bro, what? I want to see these dudes fight. I don't give a fuck if they do a fucking, you know, (laughs) kids. Choice Awards backflip for me? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, like, I want to ask what I just said. If it gets to the point where Michael Chandler hits you hard enough, will you throw everything out the window and say, I want to be remembered in this fight? For biting down and trading and see what really fucking happens. Take my fight out, IQ out. I'm not fighting. I don't give a fuck about the championship belt. I don't give a fuck about interim titles. None of that shit means anything at this point in a, cur- a career like Dustin Poirier. Now, we did not have this 10 years ago, we did not have this five years ago. But now it really does seem like, you know, more people can point out people who aren't champions and they can the real champions inside the UFC. Hear that fucking rat! I hear the wild rat. Jesus, it's so freaky. It's so freaky. I was more scared about. Uh, there was a fucking huge cricket. When I say huge, I mean the size of a quarter. I was so petrified of it. I put it on my Snapchat. I waited all night. I was like, I haven't seen it. I get up from this chair. This motherfucker was right below my chair. I sent it to my boy. He was like, bro. It's a little Jiminy Cricket, dude. You have rats everywhere running through your walls, and you're scared of a cricket the size of a quarter. I am. The thing had metal black armor. Fuck, dude. It it just shows you. You know, you... You you can have some real fears in your life, and it could be the size of a cricket. And I'm waiting for Israel Asani to go in there against Alex and realize... What I'm thinking in my head may be the size of a giant. But I've been here. I've grown. I'm not that fighter I used to be. This is a cricket fight that I need to stomp out. And it may just come down to jabs and leg kicks, like you said. Uh, just some trippy shit I just came up with. Uh, Carla Esparza versus Zhang picks up Francis. That was the huge news of the week. And she wasn't really all about it. Come on, that's fucking trending right now. How do you, like, how the fuck did she do that, dude? It's insane. It just shows you how strong that girl is. Be like something uh, Andrade could do. But then you look at Carla Esparza. I would love to see if Carla could do something like that. Now, Carla says she's going to defend the title, bring or keep the title inside the USA. What happened? The crowd boozed that. Are you guys fucking out of your minds? Do you know what's going on in the world right now? Americans are booing Americans. What does that really say? That would have been a great question to ask Carla after that question. The journalists just want to know how many fucking cartwheels you can do. They don't want to ask the real questions that we actually could get information off of. It's the same fucking questions every time. I gotta get out there. I gotta get in the field. I don't give a fuck about people, <laughs> people's relationships. Or this. Or, or what's your prediction? Or are you gonna run to the cage on your last fight, Frankie? <laughs> what are you guys like? This is why people call you fanboys. This is why I say there's too many cookie cutters in the fucking game. You guys are not thinking. You're not. People aren't even doing their fucking research. You know, I just interviewed Tommy Morrison's uh, wife, his, his, the, his late wife, Trisha Morrison. And I put in hours and hours of work. I looked at all the court documents, um, interviews, everything. The movies, fucking his fights. Just for the, just for one interview, and you can tell when people are not prepared or don't understand. It's like, do you guys really want this, or you just want to talk to the fighters? Do you just want to be like, hey, look at me on my phone, doing fucking recording, talking about mixed martial. Like, do you have anything to fucking offer? Are you gonna make these fighters actually think outside the box? Are you like, you know, this <sighs> on combat deviant, I've been coming up with some genius shit. I really have. I really fucking have. Uh, like this past week, I did, you know, let the trolls ask. Now, for the fighters being like, oh, fuck, what are ass? Yo, know, I came out with Joey Beltran. I threw a photo up of him on a roller coaster screaming his fucking ass off. I was like, the trolls are saying that you scream like a bitch when you're nervous. And then, boom, I throw the photo up. He gets a great reaction. We don't really see many reactions out of fighters at these press conferences. Like, where are you guys fucking adding to this thing? People, they'll be like, any more questions? People have nothing. And I'll be like, there was nothing out of that press conference that really fucking mattered. That was a huge waste of time. What happened to the journalists of the 50s and 60s? The journalists of the fucking 70s? What happened to the journalists like fucking Hunter S. Thompson? Like, where are these journalists? Name one gonzo journalist inside mixed martial arts. There are none except for me. Now, you can shit all over people like Ariel Hawani all you want, but, dude, he is an amazing journalist. He, like DC said today, uh, you know, Kane's free to do whatever he wants now. Ariel goes, well, he's allowed to leave the state. DC goes, you're still that guy. You're going to find the one thing that he can't do. Damn straight. You know, he's he's legendary. Legendary. You can't take that away from Ariel Hawani. Now, look at this book. You can tell it's been through some shit. It really has. There's a feather in there. I ripped the cover off uh, in high school to blow some drugs. <laughs> like this, is, this is the best manuscript, the best document of what gonzo journalism is. And you have all these people living in fucking Vegas. They don't understand the opportunities they have there bring something different to the game what do we have that's different the fucking schmo who's making fun of all of you guys as media saying the dumbest questions that are actually fucking asked to these professional athletes and you look at somebody like johnny hendrick to be like oh he's a dick because you don't want to talk to me no it's because he's been doing this thing and you have nothing new for him While he's fucking cutting weight and going through hell. Going up against a guy who wants to take his fucking head off. And you're going to bitch that he doesn't want to talk to you. Because you want to know what his predictions are. Fuck out of here dude. Fuck out of here. We have the. uh, It's just sad dude. Promise. To come. Bring my game here. Moving forward. And the only way I can do that, guys, if I make money in this thing, and I don't know how to really make you guys want to, you know, even donate $10 a year. So what I'm going to come up with, I'm going to smoke mad weed. I'm going to get wasted. I'm going to take a tab of acid. I'm going to design some new merch for Christmas coming up. This is the only way I'm going to be able to survive right now because things are really looking dim here at Pure Evil MMA, I need more motivation, um, you know, the only motivation I've really been able to find lately is getting pissed at the media members, not really giving the fans something to really think about, something to really, if you don't agree about, be like, oh, wait, yeah, well, yeah, huh, you know what I mean, like, there's none of that, it's just, like, people don't even give a fuck to tune in. So is it up to the fighters to make the press conference interesting? No. It's called a press conference. A press You are the press. You are the press. supposed to be pressing them for questions that interest them, that ignite them, that make them fucking react, to make the fans want to fucking tune in and buy for, for your own, like, not for your own being like, oh, guys, like right before, I, I just saw this last week, I was cracking up, and I, I understand it, I probably have done it before too, but there was a media member was like, oh my god, I can't believe this, I'm about to ask TJ Dillashaw a question bruh, how are you there, and not, like, real fucking media members, that have shit to actually bring to the table, to, can't, <sighs> dude, I'm getting pissed, I'm getting pissed about this, more pissed about this than the wild rat I sleep with, it's just, it's just out of control, um, how long have I been live for at this point, let's see, all right, so, let's see what else is on this card before I wrap this, baby um whoa 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 hope you guys like the new backgrounds if you listen to audio podcast gotta kind of sink here listen to audio podcast i came up with all new backgrounds a little more intriguing fitting my style uh head over to youtube i really want to make 4,000 subscribers before the end of the year and apparently just subscribing means nothing anymore on youtube you have to subscribe and hit the notification bell to know anything's happening so jump over there. Pure Evil MMA on YouTube. Let's take a look at this card though. Really quick. Let me stretch it out and see who else is on this bad boy. Alright, so prediction Carlos Sparza uh versus Zhang. I'm gonna go with Zhang winning by TKO in the third round. Poirier Chandler, I told you guys. Only thing I want to predict, if it goes to decision, it's going to be Chandler. But the only thing I really care about predicting on is us getting hit hard enough to say, fuck it, let's throw down. Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. Great fight. I really want Frankie to win, but we've seen it like with Brad Pickett. Goes in there, wins the whole thing, and then what? Cheeto Vera beats him in the last fucking round. And you're like, fuck, well, that didn't go as planned. So. You know, are you going to listen to your head or are you going to listen to your heart here? I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar on this one. I'm going to trust my uh, my heart here and my head. I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar. I think he's going to prepare for this one more than he's prepared in the past. I hope he walks to the octagon this time and does not run. Uh, Dan Hooker versus Claudio. Going with my boy Dan Hooker. I would love to actually interview him again. Last time I interviewed him was like 5 years ago when he resigned with the UFC. Uh Hanato Moicano versus Brad Riddell. I'm going to go Hanato. Dominic Reyes versus Ryan span I'm going to go with Dominic Reyes on this. Let me know what your guys predictions are for this fight because this is one that you do not want to miss. I should really do a live reaction for it. I do want to set this up in the future however I want to get fighters here in studio where I don't just react by myself I want to bring some fighters in here local maybe Nick Newell that would be kind of cool Nick Newell and a couple guys like Eddie George or something that they train with uh, here in studio and and do something special like that for you guys so look forward to that also PFL coming up I got to put my credentials in I know Kerry Steller who I work with over at combat deviance for bellyupsports.com go check it out bellyupsports.com i'm gonna start writing again she can't be a real gonzo journalist without writing uh she got her credentials i think it's the 25th pfl goes down i'm gonna try to get there master square garden theater the hulu center and uh with that being said guys that really does it here for pure evil mma i don't think i have anything else to really cover for you guys besides check out friday nights every friday night 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Whoa, 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 whoa. I went way too far on this one. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Combat Deviants. Belly Up Sports YouTube channel. Or you can find us at Combat Deviants YouTube channel, which I got to get back up on. So, next week, we have fucking Chris Lieben. Joining us. You do not want to fucking miss that one, guys. I mean, I'm kind of fanboying about it. But it's a very serious interview. And I'm going to bring my A-game for it. We're also going to be live tweeting for UFC 281. Coming Saturday, the 12th. November 12th, 9, 10, 11. We got three days. Got three days. Hopefully the weigh-ins go the way they should. Fingers crossed. You know, I kind of have a fucking feeling we're gonna lose uh, i don't know i I have a feeling we may lose that main event for some reason i don't don't have any information or anything but there's something inside me that's saying that main like something's gonna happen with that main event where it's gonna go weird and we may not see it because it's that big of a fucking fight it's like the fucking nate diaz fight it all over again something crazy is probably gonna fucking happen let's hope not uh follow me on twitter at x evil eddie x because i changed it with that being said guys i'm evil eddie from pure evil mma BellyUpSports.com, and remember without evil there's no fucking purity behave yourselves